Five and three, two, put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen, for the one and the only and the triplet show and prescript and delicious. Featuring your boy PD Jokes, take it away. Me, 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 me. <laughs> alrighty, alrighty. Firstly, I just wanted to say, let me put this back on for my dramatic effect. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I want to say that they can mask us, but they cannot silence us. How dramatic. Hey, don't leave me. Take me with you. We are the plugged in podcast. Prince is here for the joke. I think you and I can get rather serious at times. I mean, Tanisha and oh, I, I think I've reached the millennium. Wait a minute. No, we didn't. How, look at how skinny he is, and he's saying he can add meat. I think I'm the one that can add meat to the podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, I can give you guys that. I'm the fattest of everybody else, so I'll take it. I'll take one All for right. the team. Well, you know what? The gyms are open now, so... Thank you, Jesus. I am so pleased. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are going to be heading there anytime soon. I don't know if I am. I'm going to probably wait till, like, September. So, you know you what's really gym. cool? Yeah. Uh, the, the gym that most of us belong to. I don't know how we're going to navigate this whole uh, brand name thing in our podcast, but the gym that most of us belong to, um, you know, that the one that starts with a V. I'll say it like that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so I got an email from them to say that they understand that people will probably not be rushing to get back into the gym because of COVID. So they are offering to freeze your membership for the next two months at no additional cost to you. Which I thought was pretty thoughtful and forward-thinking of them. I think uh, they did think, that. Yeah. Yeah, as a brand, I think that they've just been one of the brands that have navigated this whole thing really well, and I hope that they're able to recover, you know, the losses from from the lockdown because they've really kind of put their patrons um, first, from what I've seen, uh, from all the communication that we've gotten, and you are, you know, you have access as a, as a member of the gym. To, this is not an advert, guys. This is just saying that I think everyone should approach it from this position. <laughs> I mean, they don't pay me to advertise, but what I'm saying is, is that everyone should approach it from the customer-centric point of view, where um, the, the patrons are first. And you know, they've obviously had massive losses during this time. But even if you decide to stay at home, you still have access to the free online um, workouts awesome. and classes and things. Uh, so that's yeah. great, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's the people's pockets because at the same time, the money can't be gymming and then you are not gymming. But that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> when the money gyms and you don't, that's always the situation when people join gyms. Like, they are so committed with the debit orders. But man, see them seven times a week in gym. But the only problem is we've yeah, all been off for so long. Now, can you imagine we've got to walk back through those doors? I don't even think my, my trainer is going to recognize me. <laughs> what you have managed to look perfect through the lockdown. Well, I don't know about that. But I mean, like, I'm not, I'm, not, shoulder. I'm not getting, I'm not getting in the weight training like I used to. I mean, I'm doing it myself at home. I've got, you know, workouts yeah. and I walk a lot. But, but it's been, I think, yeah, it's been a huge adjustment. So I think once we can all get back into gym, it'll be great. Just back to seeing people again would be amazing. You know, for me, it's like. I, I struggled my whole life to find an exercise that I actually enjoyed. And by the way, guys, this podcast is not about exercise or health or anything like that. We're just chatting here. It's about anything, um, everything. That's what we we created the plugin podcast because it's 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 off the walls. We need to relate to everybody because yeah, and also like 
that that wasn't a plug for the gym, but I'm just saying that was a plug for brands. That's what you should follow. That's what you should be looking into, guys. If you wanna if you wanna put your customers first, that's what's gonna happen. Everyone's gonna punch you without you paying them for it. But what I'm saying is, I struggled to find exercises that I enjoy my whole life, and as a result, I wasn't wasn't really into fitness. And then I found spinning, which oh my word, I love it so much. I think it's the music gets me pumped up, and the fact that you're in a class and it's embarrassing for you to get off the bike and leave in the middle, so you have to stay okay, there. Okay, so we we're gonna make you a smile ambassador for all our virtual platforms. Okay, Prince, you might with us. We're gonna put you on a bike yeah. on the stage. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, I what? think this is the perfect segue to talk about what we're about to talk about in today's podcast, don't you, Sharon? What It's the way? It's all about the media. Yes, about media. That's right. It's about the media. It's all about what we have been shown and what we have been brainwashed into believing is the way that we are supposed to look. It's all completely for me. It's false. I mean, it's you know what you see on media does not portray what real life people actually look like. And mm. you know, I think I think the younger generation, um, the younger girls especially, are the ones that are suffering through this. But even even people, even women my age, when you when you hit a certain age, you kind of think, oh, you know, you, you'll see pictures of, for instance, like what's her name, Christine Brinkley. She's absolutely beautiful. I think she's like 60 something. And this woman is drop dead gorgeous. But if I had a bank account, I possibly would look just as good as she she would. Yeah, but you know, this is the this is the thing is that not it's not just about the bank account. It's like we're always well, look at helps. It does help. Model. Okay, it does help, but we, like we treatments are expensive. Let, let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't even bother to look at it because I know my bank account can't. My bank account can't afford it. It also goes going back to the what we're talking about. I think it also has got a lot to do with how you feel about yourself. Um, I've always been a person that's been kind of very hard on myself when it comes to my weight. I don't do fat, and as you get older, it's really hard because your metabolism slows down, and then you see people similar your age, and you you kind of you're not you're not competitive, but you kind of feel like you know you can feel the change in your body and everything else. And I just think we li we're living in a complete, I don't know, in a complete. Like you say, world that's kind of just caught up in social in, in media. You look at these models. Generally, they are recruiting them at the age of like 12 and 14 years old. So for the rest of our lives as women, we're comparing to a body image that's 12 years old or 14 years old, and that's impossible. I mean, it blows my mind that as a, a 36 year old, you are expected to look like. A 16-year-old, you know, because of the Jeffrey Epstein's of the world and whoever who have glamorized and popularized this. Let me tell you something. I had five and a half X. Let me tell you something. This is the five and a half. I want to see them. I want to see them in real life, Prince. I think you body shop you. Inside every cooler box, there is a six pack. Okay, that's the catch. Yes. I knew they had to be a catch. What I'm saying is, I feel like, like even if you look at the pastimes back then, um, chubby women, um, women with more meat, were celebrated back in the past until the industry of modeling came along, and they were like, "Ah, uh, no, we just want a little bit of less meat on the bone, because um, this is what's popular." Where else, if women are like 15, 16, 17, they are just hitting puberty, so their bodies yeah. are not really 
come into their that moment uh, my final form type of body so they're still developing so they set the standards based on people who have not even had to deal with pimples yet like come on bro like you know <laughs> <laughs> if we're happy with anything that we have i mean like princess some people are battling bad skin i mean other people are battling weight you can never ever i mean we're human guys who we were all meant to be born beautiful you know like drop dead um gorgeous models then we would have been born that way so yeah we have challenges and it's just part of being human and living on the earth i guess thing is that it's not even if we're all meant to be born drop dead gorgeous i think we should be viewing it like we are all born drop dead gorgeous in our own way and not in a unique way yeah that it should be Anyone what you're saying to me, Shah, is, is that this is how I see it. I'm like, not everybody can be skinny. Like, I'm African Zulu man, black. You know, I'm not saying I prefer a woman who's, who's much less meat, but I promise you, most of my people, they want a little bit of meat in their bones. And if all of you guys want to have a 15-year-old body, I'm not going to But you see, yeah, but... She doesn't have the, the capacity to hold the baby together because there's so many... You know, I'm stereotypes and that on like, you know, the thicker your hair is, the more you... Anyway, it doesn't matter. My point is... But Prince, is, but Prince it's, it's acceptable in African culture to be Mafuta, right? Not in... Not in... Not in my Indian culture. culture. In Indian culture, they will literally, every single time you see your family, they will comment on your weight. If they haven't seen you for a week, they will comment on either your, you've gained weight or you've lost weight. And, and then if you've lost weight, you're not eating enough. Is there anything like the Greek families? Yeah. I'll tell you and that you're starving yourself. You're not going to find a husband. Why <laughs> <laughs> is that? Because I, I, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Like, are they going to marry you? Are they going to put on your clothes? Because I feel like it's my clothes, my body. Leave me alone. <laughs> but I, actually, I actually saw that on Instagram the other day. Somebody, an Indian um, girl who's a singer, and she's a bit on the chubby side, and she posted something and she said, it's my body. Let me do what I want with it. Sorry, guys. I just have a little visitor. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Love. What's so his name again? So cute. That is, look, there's a lot of things that media does that is good, but there's a lot of things that media does that is also not good. Why? Because it's brainwashing women to thinking that they have to be a certain weight to be approved by men of this society in these times. And men are also brainwashed because that is all we see when you scroll your Instagram scroll page. You get on the only promote women who think small, thin waist. And I'm like, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, here's the thing about media. Just please accommodate everybody. Sex doesn't always sell, not to everyone. Well, a lot of men I see on TikTok and they're going from one woman's account to the next because the one's got a more gorgeous legs or more gorgeous body than the next one has. And I can understand why, why they look. My husband being one of them, I have to be honest. I mean, it's like, I suppose it's addictive, right? Look how Prince is laughing. <laughs> but listen, Prince, that is again an excellent segue into what we're going to be talking about more in today's uh, podcast, which is about how the media has literally been brainwashing us from the 70s, from the inception of television. And um, the Out of Shadows documentary that Sharon and I were chatting about earlier, I don't know, Prince, if you've had a chance to watch it yet, but that is literally what it's about. It's brainwashing. I mean, there are documents to prove that the CIA has been working with media houses like Disney and Disney's Marvel series and Warner Brothers, Twitter, no, and the other ones. 
21st century, all the big name, all the big names in, in Hollywood. Literally, Hollywood is an extension of the CIA's um, mind control projects. And my understanding of this topic is that it has to do with what's happening in the Pentagon. So my thing is, uh, over the years, we've been programmed. Look at fashion. Find a retail store that sells something that's not in fashion or rather not aligned or in line with what other, other companies are doing. It's always the same thing. Somebody sits at the table and say, this is the fashion trend for 2019 and it's going to be color blocking. So everybody making the clothes color blocking. Um, the movies we watch, the subliminal messages um, and the movies, there's so many things that I feel like we don't have control over. Like. So you just said the movies we watch and you said the fashion industry. Do you guys remember that movie, The Devil Wears Prada, with Meryl yeah. Streep and... Uh, yeah. of, course. Actress, of course. I can't remember. Um, so she actually said that in the movie when, when the unwitting girl was like, oh, this is just fashion, it's not serious. And then Meryl Streep, her character, said, you think it's just fashion? And then she went on to break down how the tacky blue sweater that that girl was wearing in that scene was actually as a result of some, not Mark Jacobs, but someone's um, line in 2000 and whatever the, the year was that she quoted. And we can find it and we can link it in our, we'll link it in our uh, YouTube uh, description box. We'll link this or, or everything that we discuss in the podcast, we will link for you guys to check it out so you can verify and fact check us because we also don't want to be part of that mainstream media who's just spreading fake news and lies to the world. Uh -huh. So we will include it in the description boxes. But she actually said, you know, you think it doesn't impact you, but that tacky blue sweater that you picked out of a, a discount bargain bin somewhere for $2 is because we told you that cobalt blue is the color to wear. So, yeah. We've all been brainwashed in some, some, some form or another, right? That, that's the scary part, without even realizing it. A hundred percent. I mean, the types of food, everything, the system does exist. It's real people, it's as real as your forearm, it's as real as the people that you don't want on a very important interview today. Like, it's, it's as real as that. And I feel like once people know that we are run by a system, what are we doing as a society? But for me, exactly. at the talent agent even, what scares me is, like, I mean, it's every artist's dream to be on TV or to be on a big screen one day. But they don't actually realize that the amount of demonic content that is getting infiltrated um, through these movies that are getting produced is not innocent. It's completely controlled by the CIA. And, and, and that's the frightening, the frightening thought. And once we, and, and that's the point of what we're doing here. The point of the Plugged In podcast is to give people as much information as we can find because it's difficult. I'm sure you guys, when we were researching topics for this, we came across some blocks in the way, in the road. I mean, even if that Out of Shadows documentary, if you just try and search for it on YouTube, it'll take you to something completely different unless someone shares a direct link with you. What's you, yeah. To find that documentary because the system, like you were saying, Prince, is designed to keep us poor and to keep us striving and to keep us under mind control and to keep the billionaires rich. I mean, um, Mark Zuckerberg, yes. his billions have doubled during the COVID pandemic because of and this whole TikTok um, So he created Instagram Reels and Trump is trying to ban TikTok in the US. So he came up with something that's, you know, it's all linked and people, there was a quote in there. 
actually, that said, um, I can't remember who exactly it was by, but he said it's easier to convince the people that they are that the truth is a lie than it is to convince people that. Yes. Oh yes, girl, preach it louder. Say it louder <laughs> for the people at the back. Say it louder. It is. So you know what? It's it's quite a hectic documentary. I found that I couldn't absorb it all in one one go. I kind of watched it in bits and pieces because it's a lot, a lot of, for the mind to take in. It's really heavy. Said that they were like, you know, I have to break this down. I have to come back and watch it after half an hour of a break because they a lot of people did find it really heavy to take in, like Sharon is saying. But I mean, it's really important that people watch it. I think. I just no, I think. Especially if you're a Christian, I mean, you, uh, it's horrifying to think. Like, I mean, if, if what was that guy's name, Mike, the stuntman? I mean, the documentary starts with him, you know, talking about his career and his journey as a stuntman, and actually be, rubbing shoulders with, with the, the biggest and the best in Hollywood, and how he used to go to their houses and find, like, you know, these demonic statues, and and and, and the signs were all there. And that's the scary, the scary is, part about it is that you know it's all propaganda war. You know it's all propaganda stuff. It's it's hectic. It's like demonic. it's like it's like selling your soul to the devil. Because here's the thing, this thing is is so entangled with the whole topic of Illuminati, which is something I don't want to go into. But just to touch on it, it's been happening for a while, and right now we are so accustomed to the lie that we start believing it. Believing it. That we we live with it. People know that. I mean, there's rumors that hey, Beyonce and the squad and all these people, they're all Illuminati. But because of how great gifted they are, it shows you how en- how the enemy can really, really recruit the right people. Because even if they say bad things about you, uh, people eventually about, follow you. It makes me think about how Lucifer was the most beautiful angel in heaven, you know? And, and Beyonce is hot, yo. Let me tell you that Beyonce is Beyonce has her size. She has her size insured, Sharon. I don't even have life insurance. Okay, I do, but my point is, Beyonce's size. I don't. Size, guys, I don't at the moment have life insurance. My whole I'm life is insured. insured. <laughs> the, the, the size, like imagine this. This whole thing here is is no insured and it's covered for millions. I just think they've got so much money that they just start insuring every single body part because they don't know what to do with it anymore. I think that's the point that they've got to. The thing is that, you know, um, you know, Prince, you were talking about the Illuminati and in December when I was at home with my family, I was talking to them a little bit about it and saying like the Super Bowl, I was showing them some Illuminati signs in the Super Bowl um, um, halftime shows over the years and they were like, no, I think you have too much time on your hands. Oh, you mustn't believe everything. Are you like a conspiracy theorist now? And um, in that documentary, they talk about how conspiracy theory that that Hooray. phrase is yes. Sorry, Go back to I think 1940. That's when the CIA actually utilized a conspiracy theory to really deviate people away was from. It, like, it was um, it was the, oh. around the time of JFK's assassination. Yes, correct. And so, so they they use it to their advantage, really. As soon as they want, yeah. Everything is controlled. Um, to dissuade people from looking for the truth. Oh, the so actual real. Now, Correct. Um, Donald Trump a year ago on YouTube, there are, if you can go and we'll link these uh, in the descriptions as well. There are videos on YouTube from ABC News, from um, Reuters, from Associated Press, who reported that Donald Trump is perpetuating the conspiracy theory of the Clintons and Epstein. 
And a year later, it is not a conspiracy theory. It is the truth. It is a fact. It is real life. Those photos came out today, last night. You know, it is real. But they were reporting that it's a conspiracy theory to make it seem like Donald Trump is crazy or who. I'm, I mean, I'm not a fan of the guy, but the truth is the truth. <laughs> you know what? He's a king of conspiracy. He really is. I mean, for me, Trump. There's conspiracies around us every single time. Do you know how many times I've been um, on the on the edge of, say, in the middle, on the gray area between, is COVID real? Is COVID not real? Because people are telling you, they're like, yes, listen, dude, there's been more people dying of diabetes, asthma, and AIDS throughout the years. It's just now that the World Health Organization is only capturing those numbers. We had people dying every single day. It's only now during the COVID now that people are scared, like, oh my gosh, 5,000 people are dying over the day. Like, people have been dying since beginning of time. Since Adam and Eve, people have been dying. So here's the thing, my question is, and been how real? How real is this COVID thing? Because it, okay, I'm not gonna say it's not real because there's people who've been infected. But then again, you look at the whole Bill Gates situation. You look at how, how the whole Bill Gates thing happened. You look at the tennis match that Bill Gates had. You look at the global citizen, how each and every person at halftime spoke about vaccines. Something like that was 2019. How is this connecting to, why is Bill Gates in, in, he's getting his hands dirty. Why are we testing the vaccine? Tanzania, Madagascar are saying no to vaccines. What about money? It's COVID. And power and greed. It's COVID a conspiracy. Are they trying to, 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 um, to, to, to put chips on us? To track on us? Is this the triple six thing that Revelations talk about? Are we there, people? I, we I, don't think, I think it is real, Prince. Um, only because my daughter had it and I had a touch of COVID. I can tell you that it is real. Probably I had a combination of COVID with anxiety. Um, but but I, are you sure, Sharon? I you sure you had it? No, look, look, I mean, my daughter... My sister my actually, my sister's actually been involved and her husband in actually designing the first non-invasive uh, ventilator in South Africa. I don't know if you've seen it on TV. Um, they've, they've been working yeah. very closely with the health organization and, and with the hospitals. And she, I mean, the story she tells me, and it definitely is real. I don't believe for one minute that COVID is not real, but I do think on the contrary, it as a form of man manipulation and control yeah. controlling society and, and, and the world, really. Um, my research shows me that. Um, sorry, Tisha, you can go ahead. No, no, no. Carry on. No. Oh, so I'm saying my research shows me that, for example, this whole banning of tobacco and alcohol thing, it was more than just about our safety. The Zoom oh, was involved because um, Pichuzana, is part, Pichuzana is part of the people that, I mean, everything that's been happening throughout the five months has just been for, for profit gain. So now this so, goes to. It's asking the question. I mean, the government promised um, unemployed people, people lost their jobs, only 350. I mean, come on, guys. 350, really? To a, a grown ass man with a house and a home. What am I doing? And 500 billion. Where's the 500 billion? Uh, you know how much where, where is it? Is. You know, dude, that's a half a trillion. Oh, that's another like, story. One question whose account like, that's sitting in. And they can't blame it on the Guptas because they're not here. So. But here's the thing corruption runs throughout it runs in SA. it affects our lives on a day-to-day -day basis it's a worldwide problem not only in SA. They, they get money and then the poor people suffer and the thing is nobody wants to listen to the poor people because they tried and i think they are accomplishing um muting our voices because i mean guys at the end of the day covid might have affected a couple of people um who are you know on like good levels in, 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 in social economy but the poor people were struggling before then Job retrenchment, people have lost their jobs. What now? It's so hard to 
system. It's just like we said, it's designed to keep us poor and it's designed to make the elite even more rich and keep them in Correct. Power. But I still feel I still feel that the only way this country is ever going to come right is if we have a coalition government. I don't believe that it can be governed. You what? I just think, yeah, I just, I don't speak English, Sharon. Speak English, speak English. A what? A coalition government, a prince. What is that, Sharon? What is that? It's so, not just, we don't just have the, the entire, you know, um, the, the country run, run by, just run by the ANC. Um, yeah. Okay, so, I see. So basically, like, so how so the basically, does it, like, has two parties running against each other. Correct. So, for instance, uh, democratic, you know, democratic, half democratic, half ANC. I mean, I'm not the best politician, but if you know what I'm saying. It's going to be tricky. So we are a really nation. Is that COVID is real, uh, that in my opinion. Um, it's a thing. It's, you know, people are getting sick, people are dying from it. However, they are definitely, like Sharon said, using it and manipulating it for their own gain and for, if, you know, the people in power to stay in power and to stay rich. For example, the COVID numbers in India, a population of 1.2 billion or something like that, they've only had 50,000 deaths that are COVID related. 50,000. They're a Wait. third world country, right? Girl, The US, who is supposedly the leader of the free world, the first world country, whatever you want to call them, they have 350 million people in their country and they have like 165,000 deaths the last time I checked, which was... The Corona, Felicia, the Corona came from China. How many people died in China? Oh my God, don't even get me started. Like, it doesn't make sense. So my theory is this, is that I saw Chelsea Clinton on CNN. Let's not even go there about CNN because I have lost all faith in them. They do not report the news. They report whatever the Democrats want them to report. What they're told to report, correct. And Chelsea Clinton was on the other day pushing vaccines. She said, you know, when I became a mother and I saw this lady and this lady asked me about vaccines and she said, do you vaccinate your baby? And I said, of course. And she said, oh, you shouldn't do that because X, Y, Z. And Chelsea Clinton was pushing this vaccine agenda. Why is she even, you know, what what does COVID Why is she vaccine? talking about vaccine though? Since you'd be talking it's about other things. But you know, I'm going, I'm going off the subject now, but I mean, I cannot believe that, what's, what's that Russian dude's name? Um, Putin, what's his name? The, the president in Russia? Yeah, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had a bit of a blonde mouth <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that he even used his own son to try the first vaccination that they invented on. Is that even real? Like, did he really trial it on his son? Or did he just say, just bring me one of the children that I keep in cages in the basement and let me trial it on them? <laughs> I want to put fast in. That man is so hard. I think he can do anything for money. No, really. Yes, Felicia. Yes, Felicia. Tokyo talk, girl. Tokyo talk. All the research that I have done in the past three weeks has been bizarre beyond bizarre if i tell people about it they will think i have lost it they will think that i need to be in the loony bin which probably no. is right you know what, for, for those of you that don't know who talisha is she's a media researcher and i mean since we've been working on this podcast together you have opened my eyes to so much that is out there i mean like wow it's mind-blowing the stuff that you bring to my yeah. attention all Indian people are just smart. I mean, Gandhi, you name them. These guys are just pioneers. They're just doing the most. So we can't, we can't let such, such amazing so wisdom. Just... 
can you say that Indian people are smart? What about the ones who aren't smart? Now they're sitting there thinking, damn, I'm Indian and I'm not smart. And here's the thing, if, when someone is dumb, they just need to accept it so that we can all move on and not be paid <laughs> about it. <laughs> no, but you know, just, um, I just, I should have been an investigative journalist. I just have a real curiosity. Yeah, hey. Should be yeah, one of them. Should be one of them. Guys, don't, don't be fooled. The CIA is a big fat lie. They are the ones perpetuating the They're lie. They're the worst. They are the worst. Um, but we even uh, have hawks. We have hawks who've been trying to capture Zuma since Zuma was born. He's still not captured. Nah, I don't You see, it's the same thing. CIA yeah, hawks. That all, you said that all Indian people are smart. So tell me why Shamila Batoy hasn't managed to capture Zuma yet. Hey, me, the only Indian person I'll talk about is Camille. That girl who's running for president, my, my, my. Oh, oh my God. Have I Indian love. heritage, right? I think her mother was Indian and her father was yeah. from Jamaica. Her mother's actually She's Tamil, like me. My ancestors are hey. from Chennai. But anyway. <laughs> um, so your yeah, ancestors so are from where? From Chennai, Tamil okay. Nadu state. Yeah. Oh, see, I, see, I vouch for her because, first of all, she's, you know, she's got, she's got that, that melanin in her body. And, and she speaks out and nobody can question her. Like nobody can take her on. You will answer her question. When was your last relationship? When last did you have sexual intercourse? Speak to me or the state is over. Yes. Wait, hold on. What, what is this? were you watching? I missed that one. Karen, this is her personality. <laughs> I'm going to go back and check it for now. This is exactly how she would get you to answer a question. Is it a yes or a no? You can't be maybe, you can't be not sure. Yes or no? Are you willing to help? Yes or no? Well, no, I mean, I don't she was. I think she was a, what do you call it, an attorney general um, in California. Yeah. So it's quite a strong cookie. She is a strong cookie, but guys, this is what I wanted to bring to your attention. So um, for those of you who don't know, who are listening or watching the podcast, Kamala Harris, no, Kamala Harris, not Kamala, Kamala Harris. Yes. There's a huge big thing in the American media about how to pronounce her name and Fox Media pronounces her name differently every single time. So we won't be those people. We'll pronounce it the way it is. Kamala. <laughs> she is uh, the first ever black female and the first ever person of Asian descent to be to appear on the US election ballot. Um, she is or US election tickets. She is running. She is the running mate of Joe Biden. Um, so essentially, if the Democrats get elected into power, she will be the vice president of the United States of America. And since Joe Biden's like 100 years old, he's possibly going to die while he is president. Correct. So she could well be the president of the United States of America someday. It's just record breaking. Oh, anything is possible. Somebody could kill, I don't mean to say, could take out um, Joe Biden. To the I just feel like, though, if somebody was going to take out Joe Biden, why have they not taken out Trump yet? Well, I think, I think, oh, let's go. Yeah, uh, Trump, right, guys, don't play with Trump. Trump, Trump promised to build a wall around the whole border. Like, you know, <laughs> let me say something. This is Mission Impossible. I'm telling you, if a president has the guts to say, I will build a wall to keep you guys from jumping over, like, you know how big the border between America and Mexico is? That's what I'm saying, is that if nobody's managed to assassinate him, then I'm sure Biden will be okay. That's my, that's my point here okay. is but I do, the, I do Trump, think, the Trump nation, the sorry, Trump I do is think the yogurt, is is Sorry, we had a bit of cross-communication cross there. I do think that Biden is paving the way to Kamala, and that is why they, they're using him, you know, really just so, open the door for her. 
my my take is a little different to yours, but that's the whole point of our podcast. Again, is that we just want to bring you all the information we have, and we want to share our opinions. And even when our opinions are different, we are mature enough to discuss them Correct. because that's how the world should work. We don't believe that you have to be one or the other, and sometimes people's opinions can change. So that's how we approach our podcast, and that's how we should approach life. We feel. Um, so my opinion on Kamala Kamala Harris. Why do I keep saying it like the fox way? Ah, you see, CIA. You have Kamala. been infected. You Kamala, have been infected. Just, Please wear your mask. Wear your mask. Please. Just think, Please. Think of Kamala. 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 Because uh, African Indians who are listening will know that that's her name. It's Auntie Kamala. Everybody knows an Auntie Kamala, and that's her name, basically. Uh, uh, but Auntie it, Kamala. Is it an Indian name, Kamala? Indian name? Yeah. Uh, but we say Kamala. <laughs> I actually think a lot of people are going to be calling the kids now, new generation kids, after her. Oh, I'm calling my son. Trevor. It's a different name. I like it. I think it's quite unusual. I'm naming my son Trevor. That's good to know, Prince. Manuel or Noah? <laughs> Let me say Manuel. Okay, good, good, because. Trevor Noah has jumped on that CNN train. He is only promoting the Democrat agenda, and I am so disappointed. I am eternally disappointed because that man. He gave me money. Who are you, Arte? Talisha, are you a Democrat supporter? Don't tell me you're a Republican, please. I, I don't. I'm not one or the other, which is what we were talking about just now. I don't think that you have to be one or the other, but I no. do believe that that you need to promote the best interests of the public. And I don't believe that either of them are doing that because the Democrats, their entire slogan campaign is "Together we will beat Trump." I mean, if you're running for president of the United States, you have to come with more than just "Oh, the the current guy is bad." You know what? What do you stand for? Not what do you stand against? What do you stand for? But then again. Are showing what they stand for. But the Republicans are also very dirty because they're utilizing money and power to keep Trump in power. The reality is, when people are trying to make politicize the Epstein situation, how do you politicize it? Because the truth is that he was friends with Democrats and Republicans. He was friends with Trump and the Clintons. He made friends with everybody. Correct. He pulled the wool out of everyone's eyes, and that's why he managed to get away with what he did for so long. Well, we'll we'll get to that in a sec. But let me just finish my thought about Kamala Harris. Is that um, so? Biden famously in the first uh, Democrat, um, what did they call it? You know, their debates that they hold at the beginning. They kept their rallies and their campaigns, whatever they run. Yeah. In the very first debate between her and Biden, because she was originally running for president, uh, well, she was going for that position. They had a famous argument, um, and it was based on. I saw that. I saw that. I watched that today, actually. Yes, because the truth is, is that Biden. Everybody knows he has a racist streak in him. I mean, he's 77 years old, or whatever it is. So he must yeah. have a little bit of racism in him. You know, it's it's something that is just passed down through the ages. It's not something that disappears overnight. But they had a, an argument, and um, she stood up to him. And now, suddenly, he decides that's who's going to be my running mate. And for me, it's like. If you, if you, <laughs> whoever's listening, um, we would encourage you to go and do more research on everything that we're talking about because we just want to highlight it and bring it to your attention. And we would like for you to go and do your own research. And if you find things that are different to what we say, or if you find things that support what we say, or if you find things that are of interest, um, we'd love for you to share that with us. But what I have I've um, come across in my research is that. 
Between January 2020 and now, it's been the biggest mass exodus of uh, corporate executives in America. And what I've found is that most of the CEOs that have left their positions this year have been replaced, or a lot of them have been replaced by Indians. Um, like Indian people for the win. That's no, the Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, oh, his name escapes me right now, but I was just watching him the other day. What is the Google CEO, guys? His last name is Naidu, I'm sure. No, it's not. He's from India, not Durban. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'll get his name for you guys and we'll also link it in the descriptions. But he is, uh, you know, he's from India and uh, Microsoft also. Bill Gates suddenly decides he doesn't want to be part of Microsoft's executive board. He wants to focus on vaccines and global health. So they put an Indian guy in charge there. And now what I've, uh, I've picked up this pattern that uh, it seems like the world's about to go to absolute crap and so now all the guys who have put it there are like okay let's go have a vacation and let's let these indian people or let's right. Indian people do no, it people for the win but it's a, a modern it's a modern yeah. school of slavery if you think about it but at least they're earning, they're, they're earning good money doing it yeah but you know the thing is is that uh, you know when biden announced uh, kamala harris as his running mate he said and this morning, brown and black girls all across the world woke up with hope in their hearts that they could one day be vice president of the United States of America. Why? Right, because he's only using that as an scapegoat to really just get the vote. That's what he's doing. Probably, yeah, that's, that's he just wants the, the vote. And he knows the only way yeah. he can do that, especially, and the timing was perfect, okay? Who was that dude that got murdered? I've forgotten his name now. Lloyd, right? It's perfect timing. They've utilized all of that for, for you know for, for their own gain and, and, and to gain the votes. That's all they're doing. I want to point out the patterns here because people should see it as more than a coincidence. All of these events are linked. It is not coincidental. The uh, bombing in Beirut is not a coincidence that it was timed right now. It's not a coincidence that Do you believe Italy, sorry Tanisha, do you believe that that was planned, that was orchestrated? I mean the US now has um, ordered an an outside uh, external inquiry into the bombing in Beirut. And I'm just thinking, US, can you just take care of- Mind your own business. Mind yeah. your own business, Trump. Just no, stay away from everyone. things that do not involve you. Like, I feel like Trump and his squad are like that one neighbor. That has nothing to do, they don't have a job. They're just always over the line, listening into your conversation, and they just want to put their two cents in. And then oh, they're yeah. on the phone. You know that auntie that's always like in everyone's business? Oh, in business, yeah. yeah. On the phone, yeah, yeah. Like Trump and Twitter. He's like, let me see whose business I can mind and then go yeah, on Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, he, should running, he should be running social media platforms, never mind running for presidency. Well, the only thing he can run is his mouth, in my opinion. But <laughs> He should have lost weight from running his mouth so much. <laughs> Before we actually came on the show today, I was saying to Prince, well, at least his hairstyle's improved. Because I really, I couldn't take it. There's no improvement, Karen. No, he's wearing a wig. I'm so sure that somebody else is there. Nobody can pull off the, any orange look. Like, I don't care. Even, like, no one. You can't pull off orange. Leave it alone. <laughs> a Ross, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. He can't be out here looking like a Naji. Like, you ain't got time for that. That's why he hasn't gotten COVID yet. Because he's just vitamin C, basically. 
with that, maybe he gets it. He gets it from the sunbed because you know, if you look at him, oh, he's always yeah. got those white rings around his eyes when he goes on TV. <laughs> oh, that guy. oh my mate, I'm gay. You know, we were originally going to talk in today's podcast about everything that's going on with the Jeffrey Epstein case and now this arrest of Ghislaine Maxwell. And what I wanted to say to tie into all of that is it's not a coincidence that all of these events are culminating at the same time. It's not a coincidence. There can't be this many coincidences. It can't be a coincidence that now in July, which is just a few months before the elections, suddenly the FBI arrested Ghislaine Maxwell when they've known where she was for a whole year. Why didn't they arrest her in that year? Why did they only arrest her in July? Why did those photos that you sent us on the group, Sharon, this yes, morning, Clinton. Why did those photos only come out today when this morning or last night in America? Before he was he about to endorse Joe. He was about to endorse the Democrat or he, he did endorse the Democrats um, uh, campaign at the convention. So, you know, all of this, the timing of it is too coincidental for it to actually be a coincidence. And I just want, I hope that people listening and watching actually go and do your own digging and do your own research because if you watch Out of the Shadows, that documentary that we're talking about, which we highly recommend, it is explosive, it's mind-blowing stuff. It will show you how television, which if you listen to the name, tell a vision. A vision, and that was, that was amazing. I mean, wow. They down and they say, you watch tell a vision and you watch programming on television what do you think where do you think these names came from they're trying to control all of us and the way we think and you will be blown away by the revelations in that documentary and the proof and the evidence that's what i i thought was so great about the documentary is that there's actual evidence to back up these actual evidence correct well i mean they had the the guy i forgot his name he actually was a former um cia guy and he was he was a whistleblower (laughs) what what did they call him i can't remember his name yeah, he, he had the interview, he gave the interview, um, like, yeah, admitting to yeah. everything. I mean, and, you know, so we just want you to do your own research and, um, you know, come to terms with what's happening in the world so that you can protect yourself and your mind because, because I think that's really important right now. So do you, do you guys want to get into the whole Bill Clinton Jeffrey Epstein thing. Do you want to talk about those photos? Well, we can talk briefly about what happened. I don't think a lot of, I mean, I thought that was breaking news because um, I happened to see it on Facebook. It was the only article that I'd seen. Um, Guys, know, I, feel like, I feel like every most of the people were in power, whether it's music, politics, parliament, you know, the White House, the Black House, the Green House, they always have drama with underage sexual activities. Like, it's always like a thing for me. I'm just like, how can you be so rich? Can't you afford somebody who can provide these services I'm to you, tell you why, instead of just you being a creep about the whole thing? Let me hey? tell you why. Let me tell you why. Tell In my, why. I have uncovered that. And that's why I was so blown away by this Out of Shadows documentary. Because they actually had a guy who was part of the FBI or the CIA, one of the two I can't remember right now, who is a famous Satanist. And Oprah Winfrey was in horrifying. the 90s. He looked like Dracula, that guy. He was scary. And his, his eyebrows like curl, like devil horns. It's so bizarre. And Oprah Winfrey interviewed him and she said, does the uh, CIA or FBI or whoever, do they know about your relig- religious convictions? And he said, yes, they know. It's common knowledge, but it doesn't make me any different to someone who believes in Hinduism or Buddhism. And I'm thinking to myself, listen, Last time I checked, Hindus and Buddhists didn't sacrifice humans, right? 
I mean, they sacrifice goats and stuff, but not humans. But Satanists yeah. are known for sacrificing humans. humans. That's the key. And they have even bigger smiles. They're demonic. They're demonic. Yeah. They call it the spirits and stuff. I mean, who does that? All of, and all of the stuff that you just asked, Prince, why underage? And in my research, I have found that it's not just in the US. It actually is in um, European parliamentary circles. It is in the monarchies of Europe. Um, if you go and do your own digging, you will find so many records of um, satanic ritual worship and all these missing children, especially, I mean, I watched this, this documentary about this lady who was born into a, a satanic cult and she, her parents started abusing her from the time she was a baby. And when she eventually got out, her mother eventually took her um, away, but her mother continued to trade her because she was so brainwashed by this whole thing. And when she eventually got out of it and she said, I know where the farm is. They call this place the farm. It's in Surrey in England, um, just outside of London. And people know where it is. And for years, she's tried to go to the authorities. She gave them all the proof, all the evidence, everything. And the cops refused to do anything about it because they are all in the pockets of um of these of these parliamentary figures and things like that and when they asked her well do you know where the farm is can you take us there can we go and dig and see if we can find stuff maybe we can find the bones of these children or because she had mm. seen horrible, horrible things like children actually being killed in front of her and um she said well unfortunately we can't go digging there because it's crown land do you know what crown land is no. crown land is land that's owned by the royal family, family. yep Crazy. Like, I feel like, guys, I feel well, like more power causes more problems. But All I'm the saying is that the only, thing that, we, the Sorry, only thing that we can do as the minority, in a sense, in the commerce, is that we just need to stick together and really expose these people for what they are. Because right now, for example, my, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to this documentary. Is it on Netflix or BBC? Where is it? On Netflix. Yeah, no, it's not either. It's the completely independent, independently financed documentary that you can only find on the internet, but only if you look really hard or if somebody yeah. shares the link directly with you. Even if you go into YouTube and you type it in, you will come up with, they'll divert you to a different out of the shadows documentary that has nothing to do with this one because they're trying so hard to it. Because here's the thing. But what's the and I know for a fact that this is also a conspiracy. Sorry, Sharon. Sorry, it's also a conspiracy because if if they are in charge as much as we say they are this video would have been down in five seconds so in between everything that we are experiencing between everything that we're reading there is something that they're trying to accomplish in all of that it's part of program tell a vision make people be believe a certain narrative that we can carry on finishing whatever we started without people having having a trail or having a smell of what we did everything is i mean i stopped drinking red bull because i mean monster because of the of the sign itself it represents 666 in hebrew i'm like wow now i can't drink monster energy drink i love it but it's programming it's called unleash the beast that's that's the monster's tagline unleash wow. the beast where else that seventh thing eh, it's actually three sixes and i'm like come on guys really this is what we're doing right here you know the, the red bull the sun and the two bulls coming across the sun I mean, Satan is the only person who has blue horns. And why is the sun there? The sun is not random. The sun is S-O-N, not S-U-N. But conversation for another day. Let's go. Well, you know what? If you watch that, that documentary, I mean, it's, it's quite scary. What was, what was really petrifying for me 
um, was in, I think it was in 1914, when they brought the Nazi scientists to America. And they actually were already brainwashing people in those days. Um, yeah. It was called the, the ALTA program. I can't remember, was it, was yeah, it called sure. the ALTA program? Whereby they actually put people to sleep for 23 days, shock the hell out of them, and inject them with, with God knows what, and play these brainwashing tapes over and yeah, over in their minds. I mean, that is how LSD became a mainstream drug. If for wow. anyone who's who wanted to know that, that is the the CIA used LSD in the project called MK Ultra. We will put all the links for you guys to go and check this out and do your own research. Yeah. Um, but they forcefully gave people LSD or gave it to them without them knowing. Knowing. And then, yeah, and then used it to to brainwash them, and it is horrific. And it started in the 70s, the MK Ultra program, and it's also, there are some theories, I'm not gonna say conspiracy theories because I don't actually agree with that term anymore. I'm gonna say there are some theories that exist around what's happening with Britney Spears and the fact that she may have very well been a project of MK Ultra and a lot of these celebrities. And you can go and check out on YouTube, if you type in MK Ultra celebrity glitches, you will see times when even Beyonce looked like she was glitching and it looked like whoever was supposed to be controlling her was having a cigarette. Well, all you know, <laughs> they could be cloned or could be a robot and the real Britney Spears is somewhere locked up. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. There's a gap in her teeth and they're like, but Britney Spears never had a gap in her teeth. Why does she have a gap Correct. in her teeth now? And she's always wearing the same clothing. And then I started thinking, because you actually don't know what to think anymore. I mean, after you, you know, told me, I mean, I wasn't even aware about it, um, Tanisha. I don't know if you've watched it, Prince, um, Britney Spears, as to what's <clears> going on with her lately. I've done some research on it. I've, I've watched a couple of videos and clips since after the first conversation we had about yeah, it. Yeah, like, what's happening with Britney? Like, Britney actually, I mean, even, even yeah. the story content that she posts on her videos, it's like it's not even hers, like she's not even there. Um, <laughs> It's just it's just mind-boggling, mind you know, but but I've often thought well Maybe she's also maybe because you know sometimes these artists do crazy things in order to get these social media following up or whatever Maybe she's acting like that on purpose just so that people are gonna go, go Oh, but what's going on with Britney? She's acting really weird. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though and she knows that she's okay but She's actually quite enjoying the fact that she's she's pulling the wool over everybody's eyes and you know what? I that is my take on it. I don't know if that is authentic. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I have I got moments of like, oh my word, Britney is being trafficked. Britney is being mind controlled. Britney is just a joke. I, I do I go between those three opinions often. And I, I have had those thoughts like maybe she's doing this as a PR stunt. But that's another thing that Hollywood has done to make it seem like, you know, the minute someone tries to leave the cult, like Kanye West, in February, like I tweeted. Houston, Michael Jackson, they all died. The minute they try to leave the cult, they either portray them as um, drug they portray them as bipolar or some other mental disorder they say they have. Like Kanye, they say, oh, he's bipolar, you can't believe anything he says or whatever. And in Feb, I, I posted a, a video to my Twitter where he was basically talking about how this business, they make you sign contracts in blood. What does that mean? If you sign contracts in blood, that means you're sacrificing, right? It's a covenant, yeah. Who are they sacrificing? Yeah. All these missing children. Look into Walt Disney, look into the underground tunnels under Disneyland, look into all of that for yourselves. But, and we will talk about it in another podcast. But he also said, these contracts, they make you sign, they make you say that you're not allowed, or the contracts bind you, so that you're not allowed to say the name of Jesus. Tell me. 
who tell me which religion in this world has a problem with you saying the name of Jesus because the last time I checked Muslims didn't mind if you said Jesus they believe that Jesus walked the earth as a prophet you know right. they did they did not believe he's the son of God or whatever but they believe that he walked the earth the last time I checked Hindus didn't have a problem with Jesus the last time I checked Buddhists don't have a problem with anyone they're like live and let live the only religion that has a problem with the name of Jesus even, being even Jewish people don't have a problem with Jesus it's only Satanism that has a problem so if you want to know that's your well, this is, this is, this is what is all about. This is what it's all about. What a people, people are you. sitting there at home right now, you're probably thinking, what's going on? Was I ready? Next time, please bring your cappuccino. Next time, please bring your cookies. Bring your snacks. Bring your popcorn. Or your glass of wine. Come on, now that plan is over. <laughs> once we go, we never stop, guys. So hit us up in the comments below. Sorry. Engage with us on a particular time. Comment with the time segment at which you heard a certain point and let us get back to you and let us talk to you let just know just send us somewhere if you've got more information that we need to know drop the links in the comments below we are watching you stay plugged in because that's what we're all about on a fifth dimensional like aspect because you know me i don't always like look at look at the world i look at the world as three-dimensional but from a fifth dimensional spiritual realm how I look at it is it's basically a war between light and dark. The dark is trying to take over the light in this world. It's it's consumed by evil, satanic, demonic people that, that the devil is working through to really gain power, power over the universe and to win his war over God. And yeah, and, and, and it's scary as to what's going on. I mean, if I was a new soul coming into this world, I wouldn't want to come, to be honest with yep. you. What's going on? I mean, I can understand why, and I mean, please forgive me for what I'm going to say, but I can understand why people commit suicide and want to actually leave this world. It's just a crazy place to be be living on at the moment, this planet. We're not endorsing suicide. We're just saying that it's not is endorsing. I'll cut that out. Sorry. Don't worry. This earth, because the truth is, is that, you know, um, I've had loved ones that I've lost recently and you know, you have oh, I'm so questions. sorry, Talisha. Oh, no, 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 no. You guys have been great. You've been so supportive of me in my losses. And we'll cut that out. Cut that out. No, we won't. We won't. We're going to keep it in. We're going to keep it in. Because what I want to say is that, you know, we're, uh, if you believe in the Bible, like the three of us do, um, and you don't have to believe in the Bible to listen to our podcast, it's not a podcast about the Bible, but we will from time to time mention it. Um, if you believe in the Bible, the Bible talks about the end times. And sometimes when you lose people close to you and with a lot of people losing their loved ones to COVID and whatever else they're losing them to right now, I just wanted to say that sometimes you question God and you say, oh, why did this happen to my family or whatever you may say. But when you think about what's going on in the world and what's about to come, if you believe in the end time prophecies in the Bible, you will realize that those that have gone before are actually better off than yeah. us. And often you hear the saying or the phrase, um, the good ones always die young. And maybe it's because God is sparing them from the, the disaster and destruction that is going to come, you know, in, in the in the coming times. And so I just wanted to say, like, yeah, we don't endorse <laughs> suicide or anything like that. No, what we're we don't. Sorry, that may have been a little bit insensitive of the way I worded it. Uh, 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 you know, and, if and I you think can still breathe, if you can still breathe your time on this planet, it's not yet over. It's not over, yeah. and every day that you wake up has to be a celebration of life, really, no matter how good or bad your day is. Um, it's just really appreciating life. 
is that with this podcast, we are just trying to open your eyes, to open everyone's eyes to the information that we have, because we have realized that mainstream media is only propagating the things that they want us to see and want us to hear and want us to talk about and want us to become. And so our aim is just to give people all the information so that you can make up your own mind and formulate your own opinions and make your own decisions about who you want to be and what you want to let control you. Um, and if you decide that mainstream media is still the way that you want to consume your information, then by all means, go for it. But we just want to give you the full picture. And what we're saying is that even though there may be difficult times coming, even though what's going on in the world is crazy, I mean, we could talk for hours about all the crazy events that are happening. Okay. Right um, and yeah, it can confuse you. It's just so much stuff to absorb that eventually you're like, you don't even want to watch it anymore. It, it can start to play with your mind. Uh, we're just giving you little snippets so that you can go and do your research because once all of this is over and the bible talks about 42 months a period of 42 months of real disaster and destruction and um, all this evil stuff that is to come before the second coming of christ and actually the other day i was reading about it and i saw they talk about a harlot who rides the beast and who brings kings and leaders down through um fornication and acts of fornication and I, my mind went immediately to Ghislaine Maxwell because they say this harlot will cover many waters and Ghislaine Maxwell has three passports you know that covers pretty that covers a wide array of waters I would say yeah. so um, don't read the bible and take it literally read it and see where the pattern is because I don't think it's a literal thing that there will be a harlot riding a three-headed beast or whatever say a seven-headed beast but I mean, if you think about her, she has brought kings and leaders down like Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton. 100%, yes. This fornication with this human sex trafficking ring of underage girls, 12-year-old girls. And this is what's happening around us. So we're just saying be informed, stay informed. And once we all get through this, um, we will be better and wiser and happier. And there will be a time when there will be peace and utopia. But at the moment, I mean, you know, Donald Trump has just signed this peace deal with Israel and the UAE. And the Bible talks about in the end times how there'll be false peace in Jerusalem and then the Arabs will rise up against Jerusalem. And now um, the Iranians and the Palestinians are saying, how dare the UAE sign this deal? So we're just saying, have the full picture, look at the patterns, don't just believe everything that mainstream media tells you and hopefully we will all be better and wiser for it. Yeah, I just think, you know, 2020 has been such an intense year. Like you say, a lot of loved ones have left this earth. Um, it's been an exceptionally hard time for people financially, but also losing loved ones. I think that has been tremendously, gee, I mean, if 2020 hasn't changed you, I don't know what will. But for me, what is very rife um, in this year is that the amount of fear that has been instilled throughout the universe. And I think that's part of about... It's part of what, what, what Satan probably wants to do. He wants to instill fear in people. He wants you to give up. He wants you to be scared. You know what I'm saying? So you have to rise yeah. above that. And uh, yeah, just be strong and realize, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel, that the dark can't consume us. Definitely. And, and you know, Chris was saying um, something about, oh, I can't remember my thought that I was going to go to. He was saying something very wise. He doesn't just be very wise. Uh, <laughs> what I want to talk about that is that yes, they are trying to bully us into fear and fear tactics and all of these things that they're doing. But you know, I made this observation when I was watching the news the other day, um, when I was watching that uh, Beirut explosion, and I, I was also watching a documentary earlier about the um, 
Pakistan, Indo-Pakistan war, you know, the famous war for Kashmir that's been going on for decades. And I watched this documentary and the documentary showed both sides of the wall. So one journalist was on the Indian side, one journalist was on the Pakistani side, and they were talking to the people separately. And then they put it together. And it was the same thing that the people were saying when they were interviewed on the news <clears throat> about um, the Beirut explosion and about like coming together. They were saying, you know, the people in India said, we know that we have brothers and sisters in Pakistan who are suffering, who have died and are innocent, and we want the war to be over. The people in Pakistan are saying, we know that we have brothers and sisters in India who want the war to be over and who have lost their lives, and we want the war to be over. We want peace. Just like yeah. with uh, bombing or explosion, the um, Muslim woman and the Christian woman were all, you know, gathering together and trying to help the community. And they said, it doesn't matter if you pray to Allah or if you pray to Jesus. You know, at the end of the day, we are one nation and we want to help each other. It doesn't matter what yeah. the leader is in because the people want peace. And I think that is yeah. so key is that at the end of the day, this is what you were saying, Prince. You were saying that if we all stick together, and this is what's so important is that if we all inform ourselves and we all do our research and we all find the truth, because yep. I think that's what it's about, the truth, then yep. the people will be more powerful than the leaders. And are importantly, don't always believe everything that you, you hear. So really try, you know, use your own intuition, your own judgment, and, yeah. and also turn to your faith because for me, God is in control. He's in power. It doesn't matter. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he's the one that has answered. I mean, you can go and do your own digging into the Bible, whether you're Christian or not. You can just do some research and have a look. All of these events are in the Bible. And at the end of it all, there is utopia. There is peace. And God, like Sharon said, God is in control of it all. So we don't need to fear. Um, we don't need to increase our anxiety because uh, I, I don't know if we recorded this or not earlier, but um, in America, <laughs> the of antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication has increased by 43% over the course of the pandemic. So there's probably not going to be enough Zoloft on the shelves or anxious. The Bible says be anxious for nothing, but in everything with application, bring your request to the Lord. So let's not be anxious, let's not worry, but let's do our homework, let's do our research, and let's search for the truth, because right. that's what we need to And talking about anxiety, yeah. the ironic thing was, is that when my daughter Tina and I both had COVID, because we both do suffer a little bit of, you know, from anxiety, every time we felt we couldn't breathe, we didn't know if it was the COVID or if it was the anxiety. And that's the crazy part about it. And I'm sure a lot of people... That happened to me as well, Sharon. And then I was diagnosed with OCD and anxiety, and then I had a depression. You've got all these ailments. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went for a test, and they shoved that thing up my nose, and it basically felt like it poked my eye. And it was so uncomfortable. But at the oh. end of all of that, I didn't have COVID. It was just the anxiety that was making me not able to. So, I think everyone's going through that. You just get a little bit of a hot flash and you go, oh my God, I've got a temperature. I better, I better go straight to the doctor. No, it's crazy. Well, Sarah, it's crazy. No, the hot flash might be that early menopause we were talking about and now Prince is going to start blushing again. <laughs> <laughs> how has this affected you, Prince? Honestly, how's COVID affected you? You're still the same. Yeah, man. I feel like I feel like once you're God's favorite child, you, he always has your back. I mean, I have had tears. Okay. Like, I had a sore throat yesterday and I was like, who do I get in contact with that's like brand new? But then at the same time, I was like, 
man, my temperature is still fine. And I feel like I haven't been putting myself out there so much. So I feel like I'm okay. I'm good. Yes, it scares me. I don't want to catch it. Nobody wants to catch Corona. At the end of the day, it's also putting us back um, mentally so because we are so scared of making moves because of this thing. And um, so it's like, it's just a, a whole tower crumbling down, man. And I hope those people just be awake, take the precautions and take, don't drink and be in these streets and just do things that are just not right. Drink, drink at home. <laughs> but also, Prince, you said... It's been um, going on for oh, almost an hour now, Sharon. You see what I said? Because here, this team has got a lot of airtime and our viewers Wait, don't have data. Into the Bill Clinton stuff, but before we get carry on, we can't. We can't. I, I put my foot down. We cannot go to Bill Clinton this week. Tell you guys two important things, right? The first thing is we have to know breaking news, Prince. Uh, nobody wants to catch Corona, but now on top of Corona, there has been a case of someone in California who has the bubonic plague. Um, wow. That's, that's <laughs> yesterday, so uh, go do some research on that. So on top of Corona, now we have the bubonic plague to deal with. Which is um, not okay, man. Not okay, but it is what it is. And then the second thing <laughs> that we, we brought to you um, earlier about the pictures that we, we saw. Bill Clinton, um, while he was president, lied about the sexual relationships that he didn't have with Monica Lewinsky. So when he smoked his fire, right? Yeah. Well, when there's a cigar, there's smoke. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who know the Clinton story, if you don't know, go and type in Bill Clinton cigars and it's horrific. But anyways, um, you know, he lied about that while he was president. Then he lied about Jeffrey Epstein and his connection. He said he had only flown on the plane four times and when the flight logs were published, PD's gone. When the flight logs were published, he actually was on the plane 27 times. So that's a lot more than four times. Well, he said he Trump, Trump was very excited to announce that. The fact of how many times he was exactly, he loved that. I mean, that was just the best thing for him. And they still called it a conspiracy theory when Trump said it. And now we know that it's a fact because now you can all go onto WikiLeaks or you can go onto, I highly recommend WikiLeaks if you want to know anything, but um, some people say, oh, it's not right to look at WikiLeaks. You can. The information is there. That man, Julian Assange, is in prison for a reason. He's in prison. He's doing the time. We might as well use the things that he leaked. He did leak the flight, well, not the flight logs. He did leak information about Bill Clinton. Um, so yeah, the flight logs are there for anyone to go and see. If you type in the real Jeffrey Epstein flight logs, you will see how many times Bill Clinton did fly on the plane, that he was on the <laughs> island. Did Hillary also accompany him? I wasn't sure about that. Did she also come? Uh, so Hillary said that she didn't, but um, we don't know for sure anything either for or against that argument. We'll have to do more digging on that. But then Clinton had the nerve when he was endorsing the Democrats at the Democratic convention last night. He had the nerve to say that Joe Biden doesn't accept responsibility and he doesn't stand for the truth. And I'm thinking, are you talking about Joe Biden or yourself? Because the last time I checked, you didn't tell the truth about anything. And you then he came out. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like. Are you back? Where did you go? I had to go to the men. I feel like, I feel like, Clinton. Um, <laughs> like, I feel like he just looks like his time is almost up. Like, I was watching the interview, right? And he had a lot to say about um, Obama's, um, you know, cabinet and etc. And now he's talking about Trump. And he was like, dude, your time is up, bro. We, I'm looking. And that other beautiful Indian lady who's about to be in office. Right now, I don't care about you. Dude. Like, just like, Look, just go to jail for all your sins and leave us in peace. And we want to move on. <laughs> Clint, 
the things that are going on in this world are crazy and we all need to just stay strong so we all need faith because that's there's two things in this world that you can be driven by faith or fear so hold on to your faith so you're not driven by fear um and yeah but just you know make sure you louder then we'll do our best and surround yourself surround yourself with positive happy people Yes, and we will do our best to minimize the trauma in this podcast. Um, suddenly, my voice has changed. 